the shop girls on my talk 1071 thanks for tuning in i'm Allie kaplan with my mom harmony it is that time in the show where we take your questions give us a call we'd love to hear from you what's on your mind are you getting out in the world are you looking for last minute father's day gifts what what do you want to talk about? We're we're here for you. Six five one six four one one zero seven one is our number. You can also tweet us at Allie Shops at Harmony Kaplan um, or go to the Shop Girls page at mytalk one zero seven one dot com. Click Shop Girls and send us a note there. Always happy to hear from you, and we do our best to answer questions even when we're not on the air. Did we have any questions we need to get to? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> Did you want to make some up? I could, but I'd rather talk about Lizzo. Okay, let's talk about because Lizzo. Because I think Lizzo, you know, if I think everyone knows who Lizzo is. I mean, they should. They should. If they don't, shame on you. Yeah. Anyway, Lizzo spends a lot of time in Minneapolis before she became the big star that she is. Well, she lived here for many years. Yes, yeah. I just said that, I believe. Well, you said she spent time here. That seems a little different. <laughs> those are just, you know, different. Those are semantics. Okay, all right. Uh, anyway, she wants to really give back in light of what happened to George Floyd. And she found grassroots black organizations that need to be lifted up, as she said, uh, and funded. The Black Church Food Security Network, the Minneapolis Sanctuary Movement, and Black Women Speak. And they, she feels they're all doing great work on the front lines to to make progress. So she called some of her favorite artist friends, like Missy Elliott and Janelle Monet and Tracy Ellen Ross, and all of these women are donating costumes or products, um, and also some artists that she is friends with and they're all doing this and for a minimum a ten dollar minimum donation you can also enter to win a trip to hang out with lizzo backstage at an upcoming concert you'll Mm. get the whole vip treatment when you do that when is that going to happen well that's what she said she doesn't know about that but you can um you can also for ten dollars you can win video call with lizzo for you and your friends a custom vase in the shape of her booty (laughs) <laughs> or her iconic oh booty. Yeah. Um, two VIP tickets to an upcoming Liz- Lizzo concert. Obviously, the dates and locations to be announced. Um, VIP seats, round-trip airfare, and hotel accommodations for two nights for you and a guest. So you can make a donation um, and sign up for all of these things. I think if you go to her website... Okay. You'll you can get all the information, but I think that's great that she feels so strongly I, and is giving yeah, back like I, that. Well, I mean, certainly when you see Lizzo in concert, I mean, when she was here, you know, back last fall, I mean, what one of the things I appreciate is that it isn't like, okay, I'm done with you, I'm famous now. I mean, she is very she loves Minneapolis. She yes. she knows that this is the place that her career took off and it she doesn't try to pretend like she didn't live here. Oh no, not like at she's all. just an LA girl or no. a New York girl. I mean, and I not she talks about it a lot and she talks about, you know, gee, it's just a few, you know, it's not very long ago that I was just, you know, taking the bus on the corner doing that's the thing. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that's really that's no, cool. I think that it's she great is, that she stepped up like that. Yeah, that she wants to step up. So uh, speaking yeah. of stepping up, Christian Siriano. Always oh, stepping up. Yeah, yeah. We talked is. about um, his. He was one of the first designers to jump into face mask production, yep. and he was interviewed just recently. Was it by In Style? Yes. 
mm-hmm. um, and and said, you know, he would have never in a million years thought that three months later he would still be making face masks and it would actually be a new business, yeah. not just a, you know, helping the community. He's, kind he's of thing. Um, asked weekly, he said, by different medical organizations. He's already made 30 thousand masks mm-hmm. sometimes they produce as many as two thousand a day yep and he's been able to kind of turn things around he said fashion's in a really dark place no one's buying clothes because they have nowhere to wear them and so he you know he's feeling really good about this he thinks things will eventually change but at the same time he has a very positive attitude about this and he's got a lot of celebrities who have been very supportive too um he mentioned billy eichner heidi klum lynn manuel miranda uh julianne moore amy poehler and and more who have given a lot of donations for uh this endeavor so um he's Hmm. you know he's in it all the way. But I mean, I I mean, at this point, it, you know, now that I think we all have our own little uh, accessory drawer full of face masks, I mean, it really is an accessory going forward. I mean, I we hate them. I know I have to wear it, but I, I they. But I mean, aren't me you crazy. thinking about like which color you're going to wear today? I do. And, and the saddest you part of all was, people, you love everything to match. I know. And I Look don't at have... how many points of pink you have in your little get up today. <laughs> you're all green and pink and floral and the glasses match the bracelets match the watch well, everything what matches. should i have put blue glasses so on what, with what face mask were you wearing that's today that's the problem i'm wearing a denim one the interesting thing is my medical plan this is going to sound strange but you'll understand my medical plan is through humana okay and the other day in the mail comes a lovely green mask oh, from humana that's nice but it also along the side in big letters says Humana. Oh, <laughs> and I really don't want to wear that. Well, you don't have to. No, but, but... I'm saying it would have gone with my outfit sure. today. Oh, curses! They ruined but a good they, green mask. I, you know, I even understand if it had been like in little letters. Yeah, I mean they're providing it and all of that. And yeah. There are other companies that have their name, but somehow they—that was a mistake. I, I don't... as as far as to your point of or Christian Siriano's point of you know people aren't really buying a lot of clothes i mean i would definitely agree however i am finding you know more things that i'm just realizing like oh i could use that i could use a new i mean mostly they're practical things well, but i yes. am really curious what are you buying for for yourselves not not for gifts for other people yeah. but beyond home which i mean i think we all continue to look around our spaces and try to think of ways just to make them more efficient work better right. be more mm-hmm. you know enjoyable as we're spending a lot of time but but as far as clothes what are you guys buying? I would love to know. 651-641-1071. Have you, have you had any impulse to, to the buy clothes? The only thing I bought was a zip robe. Oh, well, of course. I needed another a summer one. Of course you did. No, yes. I did. I really yeah. did. Hope, and has I, there been anything you've wanted? I I broke the essential buying only rule recently. Yeah. Um, I did a big purchase on shoes. I wanted to update my shoe game. Like uh-huh. summer sandals. Yeah. But okay. also Hope. Yeah. You said the magic word. Mm. Have you thought of going to Hive to get your shoes? I wish I would have known about this sooner, okay. I guess, but no, I did not. Okay. <laughs> do tell, do tell. Well, you just gave me such a perfect segue perfect. because Hive is now selling DSW shoes. Hive the grocery store. Hive the grocery store. 
Um, they have tried selling fashion before, yeah. but they did things like with Joe Fresh and there was another brand too, uh, F&F. And they, were, they weren't brands that were probably well known enough to make it. Okay. Um, the whole idea is, uh, according to the uh, chief growth officer for DSW, people go to grocery stores a lot more often than shoe stores. So we wanted to put our product in front of shoppers more often. Um, and in August, now that, well, first of all, they're, they're putting them into more than 120 stores, Hy-Vee stores. But this is including the Twin Cities, and the very first one is in Brooklyn Park. They get the first one, and there are 10 more stores that will get them later this year. Um, they are going to have about 1,000 to 1,500 square feet in the stores. And they think that this is a good way to attract customers, just as Target and Walmart, mm-hmm. you know, have things that, you know, you maybe it's wouldn't have thought they would have. So random. I find it a little strange. Now, yeah. maybe they'll, I assume I won't be in the middle of the cantaloupes and oranges. <laughs> but still. If it's near the strawberries, though, that's a totally yeah. different story. Somehow, people trying shoes on. Yeah. In a grocery store, right? That just doesn't seem clean. Now I'm sure it will be. I'm sure it will be. You know, in a place by itself. Yeah. And what they have said, you know, so that everybody understands, for safety and security, the shoe returns. If you know somebody bring, you know, tries them on. First of all, the shoe returns are set aside for three days. If you've tried them on and didn't buy them, they set them in a in a special place and disinfect them. Before they go back out. Yeah. There's just something you just can picture somebody barefoot, you know, <laughs> in the middle of a, of a food store. Yeah. I, I don't know. Mm. Uh, and they, they talked to different people, you know, customers, some who had ideas that they thought it was good. They were fine with it. They mm-hmm. just wanted them to have a good place for them to sit to try them on. Um, another woman they talked to said, not appealing to me. Shoes don't belong in grocery stores. Yeah. Very weird. I mean, no, I've walked into Kowalski's in um, Excelsior. Yeah. And they have a whole lovely area of blouses and other kind of things, but it's really up in front. It's nowhere, like a little boutique within yeah, the store. Yeah, nowhere near yeah. The, the actual food. Yeah. But I don't know. Shoes kind of yeah. bother me. I don't Curious. know if anybody well, has you, any thoughts on that. But you both are on the right track because um, some some data that I've seen recently says that, I mean, one of the biggest things that is selling and some of the biggest lines at stores when they've been opening up is shoes, athletic. Yeah, uh, I especially. need slippers. Yeah. My slippers. Are I figured, all. yeah, because I'm not really going out out yet to buy all these like new clothes, yeah. but I could use some new sandals. Yeah. It's summertime. So <laughs> the only thing right. that I would like, though, now that it's getting to be more of summer mm-hmm. weather, I love sundresses. And in a way, you know, like a just casual, easy sundresses are almost more comfortable than wearing sweatpants oh, totally. with tight elastic. Yeah. Lots so of good I ones. could use that. Yeah. Maybe I'll look into that. Okay. okay. Maybe you should. Gonna yeah. Do. Um, all right. We actually have a couple calls coming in. We'll take a quick break and we'll uh, see if we can get to a few of those. But of course, we have to make room for our tech report yes. as well. That's still ahead on Shop Girls. Welcome back to listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. And you know what time it is. What time is it? Time for the tech report. The internet is a series of tubes. 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 
time once again for Harmony's Tech Report. Okay, first off, North Face has become the first major brand to boycott Facebook on the heels of mounting pressure from various civil rights organizations because of the way the platform uh, handles the content of uh, hate speech after the George mm-hmm. after George Floyd's death. Yep. And in a tweet, they said, we're in, we're out. The clothing company announced this Friday they would stop buying Facebook ads in the U.S. in solidarity with uh, NAACP, the Anti-Defamation League, and Sleeping Giants. They said, we know that for too long, harmful racist rhetoric and misinfor- misinformation has made the world unequal and unsafe. Hmm. And we stand with NAACP and the other organizations uh, that we are working with. And uh, I have to say that they, they said they are halting their U.S. paid advertising effective yesterday, June 19th until they put stricter policies in place. I did find it interesting. I don't know if you saw it. Um, Quite a while ago, there was this wonderful post on Facebook of two little toddler boys, a white boy and an African-American boy, running to each other and giving big hugs. But Mm -hmm. President Trump tweeted a distorted version that was not accurate at all. Facebook has... Pulled it off totally, and Twitter. Well, has Twitter it put off. a manipulated video. Well, they did that first, it. but then they took it off totally. Oh, they did. Yeah, they okay. have now removed it completely. Okay. So, um, anyway, the interesting thing is that Facebook's money is ninety-eight percent of their revenue comes through ads. They took in seventeen point four billion in the most recent quarter. So, you know, this if big companies like that decide. You know, they're not going to continue advertising if they don't make some changes. We might see some changes. Mm -hmm. So that can only be for the better. 1-800-Flowers is doing a very interesting thing on a totally different note. Okay. Um, They have created an augmented reality AR experience for customers. And they're collaborating with fashion designer Jason Wu. Hmm. So he has a line of bouquets. It's called the Jason Wu for Wild Beauty Collection. There's five different bouquets that are available from this delivery service. And it's available when you go to the 1-800-Flowers website. And you can, mobile users can actually see a 3D digital overlay of the bouquets in their real surroundings. Huh. So then they, anybody who's got um, Apple Pay can check out right there and do everything so and each bouquet has a custom tag with a qr code to scan with a smartphone camera and they can get behind the scenes footage of the photo shoot that they did to come up with these bouquets and they can even see his 2020 runway show that was done his fall show in new york so i mean you know it's an interesting way of showing this and and kind of Um, making everybody be part of the activity. Twitter has rolled out, they're starting to roll out the ability to record your tweets. So you don't have to just write them. This new feature is going to be available first on iOS. It's launching this week, but to a very limited group of people. Um, So they said that sometimes 280 characters aren't enough and some conversational nuances are lost in translation. 
So they're testing this new feature so that it can kind of add more of a human touch by having your own voice in it. I don't understand. Is this a video? And how is that any uh, different? If you have access, then when you get it, you see a new waveform icon next to the camera. Okay. When you're composing your tweet and you tap on that and a red record button appears and then you, re- no, it's not a camera. You record your so message. Basically, it's just instead of recording it on your phone and posting it on Twitter, you're literally recording it through Twitter. You just record, yeah. Rather have you than, tried it? No, I don't have it. It's only <laughs> gone to a few people. You're just so reporting far. on it. I'm just reporting that this is coming. Okay. And they say that, you know, this is, seems to be the next wave. Now, they have not explained um, how this would work for people who are deaf or hard of hearing. How they were would get these audio, and then tweets. does Twitter keep a? I mean, where does that li- video live? I wonder. Um, That's it, weird. It lives like in um, what's his name's basement. Um, yeah, Serena. No, that's Reddit. No, that's yeah. No, Twitter is Jack. The wrong founder. Jack. Uh-huh. Jack Dorsey. Oh. It's in Jack Dorsey's basement. Okay. okay. This I want to tell you about this because I think this is um, sort of cool and interesting. You know, the NBA season is going to be played some of it at Disney World. They're going to be starting in July. And they've come up with all these different tools and ways of making sure everybody is safe and that none of the players have COVID. So they have an option of wearing what is called a smart ring while they're at Disney World. It's kind of a cool ring when you look at it. Yeah. Um, the ring measures body temperature, respiratory functions and heart rate. Wow. And all of these things can signal whether you are sick or not. So can we get that? What? Can we get one of those rings? Are you you have to be in the NBA recently? No, but I mean, I would like to know those things. It is funny. There are a lot of people who said, oh, that's really important that they have it. What if the um, first responders had it? Or what if the people who work in hospitals? Wouldn't that make more sense? So anyway, but what is happening, all the players and the essential staff members, they're given the option of participating um, in this health monitoring. They're titanium rings. And they are capable of predicting um, COVID-19 symptoms up to three days in advance with 90% accuracy. And the data is going to be studied and assessed by the University of Michigan to help give an overall um, wellness uh, check on each player. And they also can wear a magic band that they that they're going to be required to wear at all times uh, when they're at Disney. That's interesting. But I would like everything. to know more about that ring. And is it something that well, is? Good? That's what I don't know. I don't know if it's terribly expensive because it seems to me that rather than NBA players, it might be more helpful for people who are really dealing with. Yeah. Uh, people Get on with, that, mom. Make some calls. You know what? I'm going to I'm going to have to call the NBA. Maybe I'll have to head to Disney World. Let's not rush on that. Okay. Okay. (laughs) We will be back to talk to Jasmine Stringer about her really cool initiative happening in the Twin Cities this coming week. That's next on Shop Girls. Tuning in, you're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom Harmony. So excited to have our next guest back with us. She is the one and only Jasmine Stringer. She's a speaker, an award-winning author, and she's all about how to carpe diem every day. And she brings so much positivity to everything she does. Hi, Jasmine. 
Hi, Allie. How are you? I'm so good. How are you doing? I'm doing good today. I say you got to take it day by day. Sometimes we're taking it moment by moment, but I am having a good day today. Well, good. I'm, I'm glad we got you on a good day, Jasmine. That's really good. Yeah. <laughs> well, Hi, Miss Harmony. You know, I love you so much. I love your mom. Oh, I love you're sweet see you, to Allie, say, I say that, I Jasmine. love your mom so much. <gasps> I know. We all love my mom. Thank you for saying that, too. Jasmine. Um, Thank you. And you've gotten to spend some time with your mom, right? She's been quarantining with you or was? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm loving my mom, too. Yes. You know, I said I can't trust her to do the right thing in the beginning. Um, I just thought, like, she was, you know, family. She's like, it's family. I'm like, no, it's but you got to distance. So. Right. so you've been helping her through that. That's Does she good. live in the Twin Cities? No, so she had to she had to come here. Oh, so I can watch her okay. I was not trust, and I'm like, yeah, I need to be able to see you because I'm not trusting you. Jasmine yeah. laid down the law. I love it. Um, Jasmine, how was your Juneteenth? I know it. Uh, I know you spent some time with Steph March online. What what else did you do yesterday? Did you hit any of the events virtually or otherwise? I, you know, I did not hit any of the events, but I had some great conversations with friends um, about Juneteenth, like what Juneteenth is, um, moving forward with Juneteenth. And then I spent a lot of the day working on Share the Mic MS. So. Good transition. So tell us yeah. what it is that you're working on, because this is a, you're pulling this together very quickly. Yes, and I must say, thank you so much, Allie, for, um, you know, serving on my advisory team for this campaign. But basically, with Share the Mic MN, I am trying to amplify the work, the live stories of dynamic black women living in the state of Minnesota by expanding the reach of their voices. Mm. And we're going to leverage social media as the microphone for this campaign. And we're asking um, people with bigger profiles, bigger engagement to partner with us as allies. Um, and the allies are, are, are non-black um, men and women that are willing to share their microphone for the day um, with one of these women that they're going to be paired with. And so we're launching it this Wednesday, June 24th. And so in the month of July, it will be every Wednesday. So you can just follow the hashtag, share the mic and then. And then in August through the end of the year, um, we will be doing it bi-monthly. And we'll see how interest goes to see if we continue it in 2021. Well, here's what I love about this, Jasmine, is, you know, I think we all kind of, you know, we all have our friends and our narrow little world. And I think Minnesota has this reputation that it can be hard to break into social circles. Well, and- it's not a reputation. It's the truth. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Everybody says that that comes here. Yeah. yeah. You, you felt that, Jasmine, when you moved here? Well, I will tell you, at the time when I moved here, I was in a bubble because I was working for a corporation, and so I was able to get tapped in um, through an infinity group. At the time, I worked for General Mills. I I got really tapped in through the Black Champions Network. So, you know, work kind of became my outside life, too, because those were my friends that I hung out. But then when my life pivoted, and people, you know, in, in the corporate world are very fluid coming in and out. And a lot of people, a lot of, especially a lot of black and brown people don't stay in the Twin Cities. Yeah. Um, they find, you know, for personal reasons and do 
in part to the difficulty of really feeling settled and connected here. You know, I have to find my place again. And Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm just starting to, you know, get settled in that new place. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's hard. Well, I love the idea of, I mean, I guess it's one of the good things about social media is it is a way to connect and to become aware of new people and new things. And I think just that exposure alone makes people open their eyes and say, oh, wow, I had no idea that this poet lived in the Twin Cities or this artist. Exactly, exactly. You know, I love Oprah Winfrey, and everybody who's seen me probably knows this story. Is that I actually met Oprah and developed a relationship from Twitter, the fact that I was watching on TV with total strangers and we started using a hashtag and formed a community called the Own Ambassadors. So I know firsthand how people can, how lives can be changed, how they can be impacted for the better um, due to social media community. Right. So can you share, can you give us just a little sneak preview of like some of the people who, who we're going to see if we, if we follow along on Wednesday at share the mic MN? Well, we're still confirming, but I'll just put this name out because I will tell you this person, like I hadn't even done any outreach. I posted a picture on Instagram and they DM'd and they said, I want to be a part. How can I support? And that is um, my talk's own Jason Matheson. So we're still still doing the outreach, but he jumped on board right away. You jumped on board right away. Um, Stephanie Marsh, Amy Zaroff jumped on board right away. Um, On the black and brown female side, my sisters, I would say that um, Nicole Jennings from Queen Anna's House of Fashion has told me, yes, um, Coco and Law, the vegan chefs, have said, yes, they're going to be involved. So it's it's been good. The conversation's been good. Yeah. Is this going to be on Instagram Is it or on Facebook or where? It's going to be on Instagram and Twitter, okay. depending on the person's, um, you know, which pro, which account they feel like sharing. I so see. we want it to be the account where they get the most engagement. Sure. Because, um, you know, someone was telling me, oh, I only have like 5,000 followers. I'm like, yep, you might only have 5,000 followers, but you have great engagement. And so we want to use your platform to allow a, a different voice to connect and engage with that audience. Mm-hmm. Because and- your audience is engaging with you, so we want them to engage with this woman's messaging um, and story. Right. Because that's like, at the end of the day, Allie, you know this. Stories are what connect us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Jasmine, if you had to say what you hope will, will come of this, you know, if we if we talk about how Share the Mic MN is going, you know, even six months down the road, what do you what would you like to see happen? You know, I I want these conversations to lead to new relationships being developed that will foster new understanding and insights. Um, so I want someone to say, gosh, I didn't even realize that there was, you know, vegan chefs really working to empower not just the community of um, North Minneapolis, but, hey, I could actually hire them um, to cater an event for my family. Mm. Or why don't I do a virtual cooking class with Coco and Maud? Or someone's like, yeah, I never thought of going to Queen Anna. So I want these women that are participating, I want their messages to grow, but I want them to share their platform. I want um, Dr. Verna to get new volunteers for Girls Taking Action. So 
the hope that this will is that it will lead to impactful relationships and that people will be called to take action, but the action is starting where you are. You know, so many people said, gosh, Jasmine, I really support the protesters. I support um, Black Lives Matter. I'm not, you know, supporting the rioters, but I don't feel comfortable physically going to a protest. What can I do? And I always tell people, start where you are. So protesting might not be your thing, but, um, you can donate, and you don't always have to donate money. You can donate your time. You can donate your resources. You have really helped me, you know, think about this strategically. You can donate your talents and your gifts. You can be a connector and connect people doing impactful work or doing work that is, you know, touching the community to to new connections that can help them build and expand their business. Right, right. I think it's just thinking so much more consciously about even the smallest decisions, where you order, like you were saying, the food for your next party or where you buy your T-shirts. All of these little daily things can end up making a big difference. Right. And you don't have to do it every single day. But, you know, there is this thing called unconscious bias Mm-hmm. And it's unconscious. We don't even realize that we have these biases. So I'm hoping that these conversations will introduce new audiences and and people to brown and black people that and they can help start to tackle those unconscious biases. And they can say, well, wait a minute. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Jasmine, you know, she's married to a farmer. She plays in the dirt. I never thought there were black people that would be in the farming. I mean, there's so many things that we think. And it's like, well, did you ask? Do you know? Or is this an assumption? Or is this an unconscious bias? Yes. And so you can go to training, and I'm not knocking training, or you can really start to have conversations and develop relationships so that you can have know real for relationships yourself. With people. You know, I think yeah. one thing that's kind of tricky about that, Jasmine, is, you know, I think there are a lot of people who want to do that, but they just don't know how to go about it. Yeah, and they feel so, to someone. yeah, like, oh gosh, now you know, if I... I will say, tee it up. Um, and I will tell you that it has been, as a, a black person, you know, keeping it real, that it is very... It has been very emotional, you know, an emotional start to the summer. Of course. And um, and heartbreaking at times. But I think if your intent is good and if you're respectful, I had, you know, a good girl, girlfriend that we've been communicating all during um, the pandemic on Marco Polo. And she, we went to high school together. And she gave me the most sincere message. Um, and she said, Jasmine, I really just want to talk to you you know, about your experiences. I mean, and we're, this is like a really good girlfriend of mine. Yeah. Like we laugh, we go on girls trips, but you know, she's like, aside from the laughing and having fun and drinking wine, I really would like to know about your experiences sure. and share what you feel comfortable sharing when you feel comfortable sharing. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like Jasmine, I'm coming over or, you know, let's hop on a zoom right now and talk <laughs> about it. She just put it out there And, you know, another friend reached out to me this week and she said, honey, I've been thinking about you. I don't know where you are with things, but I wanted to let you know what I'm doing, how I'm, what I'm thinking. And then I was able to respond with a thoughtful response because she thoughtfully reached out to me. And so I realized that this is an iceberg and we live in this politically 
correct environment and people are often afraid of saying the wrong thing. But I think if you even preface this with that, I'm coming to you with the best intent. I'm Mm -hmm. coming to you because I want to learn. I'm coming to you because I want to have a conversation. And, and you are sincere because I can tell you people can see through insincerity. I mean, you could see through insincerity before this, before the pandemic and insincerity still shines. But if you are sincere and tee up the conversation and give the person space, um, and you know, my mom was to say this phrase now, I'm going to quote her, let it breathe, but breathing room to come back to you because it is emotional. I think about like Me Too. When Me Too happened, remember all of these women were telling their stories of um, sexual harassment and being discriminated as as a woman. Yep. Now, with Black Lives Matter, Black people, we live this every single day. And we, I mean, there are not enough pages for people to begin to tell their stories. Right, right. And, you know, sometimes there are these things and you think, gosh, you know, did this happen because it just, you know, it's this person is crazy or did it happen because of my gender or because of, of my race? And we always talk about the heart and the intuition and we get those little ding, ding, dings, you know, you're like, wait a minute, something's right. not right here. Right. Jasmine, such great perspective. Thank you for, for sharing. Thank you for amplifying so many voices and enlightening us. Good luck Be with sure this new venture. you follow along. First of all, Jasmine, you can follow at Carpe Diem JBS on Instagram. Um, and be sure to follow along this week. It's Share the Mic MN. Jasmine, amazing work. Thank you for everything you're doing in the Twin Cities and look forward to, to working with you. Thank on you it. so much. Stay well. Okay. We'll be back to wrap up the show right after this. This is Shop Girls, and I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Thanks for tuning in. If you missed any of the show today, be sure to go back and check out the podcast, mytalk1071.com. You can listen on demand to all your favorite shows here or on on any of your uh, favorite podcast platforms. Um, One just mentioned, uh, if you follow me on Instagram, and thank you, um, it's at Allie Shops. Um, I posted a picture of the cover, a little sneak peek of Twin Cities Business. Our new issue comes out, should be arriving in mailboxes, I would think, uh, Monday, Tuesday. Okay. Um, and we have just building on what Jasmine Stringer was just talking about. You got to listen to her if you missed it. Um, we're doing an event online this week, so it's very easy to join us um, about diversity and inclusion. And I how... signed up. Did you? Yes, three o'clock on June 24th. Thank you very much, mm-hmm. Mom. Yep. Appreciate that. Sure. Would you like an internship in the events department? Oh, is it a free internship? <laughs> <laughs> no, we pay our interns. Oh, do you? Actually, okay. Yes. Oh, sure. I'll talk to you about it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, it, it's it's going to be a conversation about what businesses should do, what they can do, and how business can, you know, move the conversation forward and how we, um, you know, put an end to systemic racism and also how we kind of build good cultures within organizations, whether you're running a a very small business or working at a very big business like General Mills, which is where one of our panelists is from, and Caribou Coffee. Um, And then we have Nancy Lyons from Clockwork, who is really amazing. And You know, it's crazy because I actually put this panel together, believe it or not, pre-COVID-19. Oh, really? Yeah. 
So then we started talking about the pandemic and how that impacts diversity and inclusion. And then, oh my god! And then came the last few weeks of wow. um, racial what unrest. And I'm work, so what I in case people clockwork don't know, is a technology clockwork. company, Miss Tech Reporter. Yes, they well, they build. <laughs> <laughs> they must have just like escaped your mind for a second. I was thinking there. about Nancy because I really like Nancy. I know you do. Yes. <sighs> okay. Um, they they build websites. They are a you know they're a tech company in Minneapolis. On, based in Northeast, and Nancy um, helped create the um, a, a diversity initiative for the Minnesota tech community, um, oh, and and just course. is very is just a, a really inclusive employer and talks about what real empathy and real inclusivity means and how you get there and how you kind of go beyond frankly the rhetoric okay um and so that's what we're gonna be talking about this week and i really hope you'll you'll join us you can go to tcbmag.com click on our events and and check that out we have almost no time and i want to mention this one do it Okay, softies, and we've talked about them in the past. They've been on Oprah's favorite things for three years. They are having a June surprise blowout sale of 80% off. So if you go to the softies website, you will find all these things that were like $100, you know, or even more, yeah. for 20 bucks. Robes wow. and scarves. I got your birthday taken care oh of for gosh. years to it's, come. Yes, That's it's fantastic. incredible. So you might want to check that out. That it's is a local a good company, one. too. Yeah, local indeed. Softies. All right, great. Thanks. Have a great weekend. We'll catch you next week. More Happy Shop Happy Father's Girls. Day. Yeah.